The only way that I know of to overcome my own flesh is by keeping a portion of the Word of God in front of me day and night to give me the strength to fight against myself, to overcome my flesh. And it works every time when I do that. Back when I was a new Christian in 1975, this scripture stood out to me in Joshua chapter 1. And I began doing it. I would see a verse of scripture that stood out to me. And I just took that verse of scripture and kept it before me day and night. And eventually, I had the power to actually do the verse of scripture. Joshua, Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of, my, out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. As we meditate in the word of God constantly, the power that we need to overcome our own flesh is gained. We must keep those scriptures before us day and night, checking ourselves to see if we're really doing those scriptures. Every night I look at portions of scripture whereby God is reconstructing my life at this current time. I examine myself by those scriptures to see if I did those scriptures that day. What I'm going to do is to print the page photographs that I use. I put them in my photo album on my Kindle. I'm going to have Pam Paget set this up so that those pages are printed for you to see. You make a screen print on your Kindle tablet or your iPad and it goes into your photograph album. I'm sure that those of you who have Kindles and iPads, you've taken pictures, haven't you, of grandchildren or animals or something and you save it on your photograph album on your tablet. So you can click on photographs and when you click on photographs, you'll see that picture come up and then you can take your finger and move the picture to the next picture and see all of your pictures. I use that for a scripture. I just take screen prints of pages of scripture and every morning I look at those scriptures and every evening I take that photograph section and look at those scriptures. Well, I'm going to print them for you on our blog. So if you will go to our blog, Jesus Ministries Exhortations, and you click on podcast, you can get to that and see that. I'll go over some of the scriptures with you that I meditate on day and night because I'm trying to reconstruct my life and fight down various weaknesses that I know I have in my own flesh. And, try, and I know I'll overcome them through the Word of God. So I keep portions of the Word of God before me day and night so that I can overcome. That's the only way I can overcome. 
I'll go over several of these scriptures with you here, but I will also ask Pam Paget to produce the screen print that I use every day on my photo album. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 1. My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments, says God. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee, bind them about thy neck. Keep my commandments. Keep my commandments before you day and night. The commandments, especially of the New Testament. Some of you have heard in churches, well, we don't go by the law uh, anymore. We, we're free from the law through Jesus. No, no, no. We are free from the law of Moses through Jesus. We don't sacrifice animals for our sin. But we obey the rules of the New Testament church in the Bible. We follow those rules set forth in the Bible. That's how we know good and evil and the way to go. is by the rules of the Bible and the Holy Spirit who's been put in our heart who shows us those things. James 1.17, here's, here's one that I meditate on. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Genesis 8.22 While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. Now, if the time comes that the sun turns dark in the middle of the day, the powers of heaven have been shaken, and therefore we can know we have entered into the Great Tribulation. But otherwise, we have, while the earth remaineth, because see, it's going to be destroyed in the end. While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, don't we have seed time and harvest? Cold and heat. Summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. But at the end of the time, when the powers of heaven are shaken, that's another matter. We're not very far from the destruction of the earth when that happens. Proverbs fifteen nine: The way of the wicked is an abomination unto the Lord. But he, God, loveth him that followeth after righteousness. To follow us after righteousness means to do the Word of God, to do the rules of the Bible, the New Testament Bible, to live in the Word of God, doing those things. Titus chapter 3, verses 10-11. A man that is an heretic after the first and second admonition reject, knowing that he that is such is subverted and sinneth, being condemned of himself. If I share a scripture or a teaching with a person one or two times and that person walks away from it and goes another way, I need to leave that person alone. You don't try to reason scripture with that person. That person is already subverted. Just walk away. But to walk away, I have to keep this scripture in front of me day and night to enable me to do it. Now here is a scripture that we all need to live by every day. Philippians 4, 6. 
Be careful for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Do you let all this trouble pile up and dump it on your friend? If you do that, you're doing a mighty injustice to that friend. You need to cast all your care on God by taking your cares to God in prayer and asking Him for help. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. Are you concerned about something you did 20 years ago? Well, take it to God in prayer. Tell Him, I'm concerned about this. What, is there anything I can do about it? Please help me. Please free me. Let your request be made known unto God. Do you ever just sit down in the midst of a time when you're troubled and just start thanking God for everything that you have in your life to be thankful for right now, starting with your own salvation, which was not of ourselves but was of God? It wasn't because of what we did that God chose to let us be born again. It was just simply we are the elect of God. James 3. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits without partiality and without hypocrisy. That's one of the scriptures I look at day and night. Proverbs 9. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord, the concern of needing to follow God in this matter, of keeping that scripture, of doing that scripture, that's a fear of the Lord. Obeying God. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. God says, For by me thy days shall be multiplied, and the years of thy life shall be increased. Proverbs 9, 6 Forsake the foolish and live, and go in the way of understanding. Proverbs eight eleven For wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to wisdom. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, and arrogancy, and the evil way and the froward mouth do I hate, says God. James 1, 5, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all liberally, and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. Joshua chapter 1, turn not from the law to the right hand or the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Isaiah 5.20 Woe unto them that call evil good. Are you going around saying, Oh, that's good, that's good, that's wonderful? You might be calling evil good. Stop and think. I keep on my uh, photograph album a copy of written copy of dreams that I've had so I can instruct myself. Here's a dream I had July 9th, 2020. Vicious, dirty cats kept getting into my house. 
I had a wooden cane and guided them out, and I would turn around, and there they were, back in my house. Two women kept leaving the door open. This is how they were getting back in, through the open door. And I turned out to be one of the two women opening the door. How did I open the door? Oh, I would call them and say, hi, how are you doing? Or I would send them an email, and that was like an invitation to communicate with me. Well, I stopped doing that, and these dirty things didn't come back into my house. So don't open doors for the ones that won't follow God. Just don't open the door. Here's another one that I keep before me day and night. When we are of God, God teaches us. 1 John chapter 2, verse 20. But ye have an unction from the Holy One, and ye know all things. Verse 27. But the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you, and ye need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teacheth you of all things, and is truth, and is no lie. And even as it hath taught you, ye shall abide in him. Second Thessalonians 2. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day of the Lord shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. The falling away are churches departing from Scripture, which opens the door for Antichrist to come into the church. That man of sin opposes and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worship so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. I keep this before me day and night, and that is the calling of Paul. Paul told King Agrippa in Acts chapter 26 that Jesus said to him, But rise and stand upon thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose to make thee a minister and a witness both of these things which thou hast seen and of those things in the which I will appear unto thee. That's our goal. Tell about the things that God has shown you in the past and tell about the things when he shows you something in the future, tell it. Encourage yourself in things of God by scriptures such as this. Proverbs 2, verse 2, So that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom, and apply thine heart to understanding. If thou seekest her as silver, and searchest for her as for hid treasures, then thou shalt understand the fear of the Lord, and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. Revelation 6, 14 And the heaven departed as a scroll when it is rolled together. And every mountain and island were moved out of their places. When I leave the house and I see the Rocky Mountains a few miles away from my door of the house, I say to the Rocky Mountains, I'm glad to see you're still here. Because the time is coming, you won't be here. But I'm glad to see you're still here. Make these things real to yourself. Proverb, I mean, uh, Matthew chapter 7, verse 19. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down 
and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits you shall know them. Jesus says, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Every day I read this. Every night when I go to bed, I read this and think about it. Matthew 11, verse 16. Jesus says, But whereunto shall I liken this generation? It's like children sitting in the markets, calling unto their fellows and saying, We have piped unto you and ye have not danced. We've mourned unto you and you have not lamented. You see, their way is improper. They don't do the proper reaction. James 4, verse 4. Know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Friend is someone who gives aid and support. We cannot support the ways of this world. We cannot wish them well. For to do so is if we wish them well in their evil doing, we are partaking of their evil doing. Matthew 24, verses 4 and 5, Jesus says, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. 1 Corinthians 2, 14, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Matthew 16, verse 17. Jesus said, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. Upon this rock, upon the revealed word of God, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. What has God revealed to me? That's what will not fall. The gates of hell will not stand against it. I can build my house on the word of God that has been revealed to me by God. Isaiah fifty four seventeen, No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. The righteousness is of God because God told us to do the thing that we're doing. Matthew eleven fifteen. He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. So, this tells me, speak the truth, speak what God gave you. If they've got ears to hear it, let them hear it. Don't always be trying to explain it to them. Those who can hear will hear. Those who can't hear, won't hear. Leave them alone. Second John chapter 2, start at verse 8. Look to yourselves that we lose not those things which we have wrought, but that we receive a full reward. Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. It doesn't matter if they say Jesus is Lord or that they are a Christian. If they don't abide, live in the scriptures, 
doing the scriptures. If they cast aside those scriptures, they're not of God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. If there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house, neither bid him Godspeed. For he that biddeth him Godspeed is partaker of his evil deeds. Now look, I'm telling you, we have to do this. We have to stop wishing them well when they don't abide in the doctrine of Christ. If you want to do this, keep this scripture in front of you day and night. Check yourself. Be sure that that's what you've done during the day. If this is what you do during the day, then you're abiding in the doctrine of Christ. Second John chapter 2, verses 8 through 11. Ecclesiastes chapter 4. Two are better than one. If you can find another person who believes in the Bible, who really turns to God in prayer and straightens up his life with God, then that's the person you want to be around. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him up. And if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. But now you're going to have to choose people that really believe in God. When I was injured in um, December 2018, I fell at my house and I had to be picked up and taken to the hospital. Before surgery, I had broken bones. Before surgery, they came and brought me a medical form. There was a woman standing there when they brought the form to me. She was one of our own church people. But the problem is she didn't follow God. I didn't have any witness whatsoever that she turned to God and followed God. So when they ask who is going to be in charge of you in case you can't make medical decisions, I said, Pam Paget's in charge of me. Sandra said, how can she be in charge of you? She doesn't even live here. She lives 450 miles away. I said, I don't know how she can be in charge of me, but she is. Why would I put Pam in charge of me? Because I had watched her for years. When she ran into a problem, she didn't come and tell me about the problem. She talked to God about the problem. And then she would later sometimes say to me, I had a problem with such and such, but I turned to God, and he showed me to do such and such, and I did it, and I didn't have any more problem. That's the kind of person I'm going to put myself around. I'm not going to put myself around a person who says, Jesus is Lord, I am a Christian, and then tells me all their troubles. I will not be around that type of person. They're trying to cause me to be their God. This other woman, Sandra, had been in our church group for 39 years. She's no longer in our group. But she'd been in her 39 years, and she just vexed me and troubled me every time she spoke, almost. She was a trouble to me. One time she asked me if I would go help her hunt a light fixture for her living room, and I said, I will. So I said, I'll meet you at the lighting store. I met her there, and en route to the lighting store, I prayed. 
I prayed that we find the light fixture that would be nice for her house and that we not have to go all over town hunting it. I walked in the door of the lighting store and I immediately saw a fixture that would work, I thought, very well for her house. But I didn't want to say, that fixture will work. I wanted her to find it herself. She walked all over the place looking at lighting fixtures. I just sat at the counter and waited for her. When she finished, about 20 minutes later, she came up where I was and I said, well, did you find what you'd like? And she said, no, no, I didn't. And I said, well, that fixture would work. She turned around and looked at it and said, that would work. And she bought it. When we got outside, I said to her, Sandra, did you pray before we came to look at this fixtures? She said, no, I didn't pray because I knew you would. She is no longer with us anymore. There's no way I'm going to put a person like that over me medically to make decisions for me if I can't make them for myself when she can't even make her own decisions by praying. I don't care if they call themselves a Christian. I'm not going to yoke myself to that type of person. I have several other scriptures that I look at every morning and every evening and examine my life by those scriptures to see if I'm actually doing them. I will get Pam to print those exact page screen prints onto this blog, to our blog, so you can go to our blog and see those screen prints and you'll get an idea of how I'm using that photograph album on the Kindle to keep scripture before me day and night and to examine myself. Again, let me get the uh, title of this uh, podcast. Here is the title of the podcast you're hearing. Joshua 1, Meditating in Word of God gives us the power to do the Word of God and to overcome our own flesh. That's the title. So go to our blog, Jesus Ministries Exhortations. On the right-hand side of the homepage, click on Podcast. Bring up this Joshua Chapter 1 podcast, and you will see all of the screen prints on that, which I examine myself by every morning and every evening. And you may get kind of an idea of why things aren't working out for you. Because I suspect if they aren't working out, I suspect you are failing to keep the scriptures before you day and night and examine your way to see if you're actually doing these scriptures. So look at this again. The name of the blog is Jesus Ministries Exhortations. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.